0: and good morning welcome to things you might have heard for today My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and bear with us as we're a little bit behind. Uh, Had a little bit of issue trying to get the whole thing started. Uh, Had a little fun with Fonts yesterday and decided to uh, play around with some of the stuff. And now what we're seeing is um, sometimes the conversions don't work out. So thank you for being along for for the ride. You're going to see some new things that you're going to probably unsee tomorrow if you're watching the video. That's all we're going to get into that. If you're watching the audio or listening to audio, none of this makes any sense. So just sit back, relax, and take in the eight stories we have for today. Now you saw our teaser graphic and you may have asked, who is that dude? We will tell you who that dude is right now and why he may not actually matter in the grand scheme of things. Plus, seven other stories that were vetted by you as conversational stories uh, throughout the day by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and telling us what stories were conversational. We'll go deeper into all that, but the basic part of that is follow us on Facebook and Twitter, engage in the stories, and we'll tell you how we actually vote up the stories and get them picked for this. We're going to get into that right now. Make sure you stop by our main website, which is This thisisaconversationproject.com. Thisisaconversationproject.com for. All the other stuff going on so with all that said let's get into the fun stuff well we'll get to the fun stuff third these stories and headlines and sales stuff let's get into the actual headlines for today it happens to be on this day thursday june 8th 2023 if you're watching the video don't get used to the new graphics because uh, we found out they don't fit well so we'll have to adjust them a bit so hang on tight for that one now let's get into the actual meat of the potatoes that made no sense. Uh, the actual storylines for what we have for this morning. Starting off with not that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about um, the first story we have. The headline reads, Prosecutors ready to ask Trump for indictment on obstruction on espionage, charge and espionage Act charged. Now, this is dealing with a whole lot of stuff. This gets really, really crazy and really, really, really detailed we faster than it needs to be. So, bear with me. The Justice Department is preparing to indict former President Trump, for violating the Espionage Act and obstruction of justice. Prosecutors are ready to ask grand jurors to approve an indictment against Mr. Trump for violating Section 793- The U.S. Criminal Code, this is a strategic decision to short-circuit his ability to claim that he disclassifies documents. That's the whole, I took him to Mar-a-Lago and magically they were disclassified sort of stuff. Um, Ms. Trump could be punished by 10 years in prison for knowingly commuting, uh, delivering, transmitting, or causing to be communicated, delivered, or transmitted, and attempted to communicate, deliver, or transmit it or causing to be communicated any document related to a national defense. Essentially, if he hands over information to somebody that shouldn't have it, he can go to jail for 10 years. Now, Trump says he's not been indicted. No one's told him about this. No one said what's going on. He's just playing golf with the live guys. Nothing's happening. So no big deal. Fake news. Witch hunt. Blah, 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 blah. Right now, it looks like it's really going to happen, that there will be something dealing with the documents case and what's going on. There's a couple other cases floating around, of course. E. Jean Carroll is, is suing him again, again. But uh, we will see how this one plays out, as this is one of four, technically five things, that Donald Trump's dealing with as he's actually trying to run for president again. Next story. Headline reads like this. Jay Johnson of Bob's Burgers arrested for capital riot. You may not know the name, but if you are a fan of Bob's Burgers, you may know the voice one of the characters from Bob's Burgers, Jay Johnson, was arrested Wednesday on suspicion of participating in the January 6th attack United States Capitol, accused of causing a civil disorder, unlawful entering and restricted area and impeding passage through Capitol grounds. Now, how was he allegedly doing this? Because they have videotape and pictures of him at the Capitol wandering around during the January 6th. It's really, really hard not to find somebody when you're kind of famous to some some folks. And, of course, your pictures out there wandering around on TV doing stuff. He's done a couple of things. You've seen him in the rest of development, also an anchorman. Uh, He'll have his first court appearance uh, was yesterday, so he's going to, you know, do the trial thing and and go through whatever. But uh, a famous person, a kind of famous person, Jay Johnson of Bob's Burgers. You may not know the name now, but you'll know it soon is now dealing with his own um indictment his own arresting his own issues from january 6 riot when which he was apparently a part of so let's go back to our teaser graphic if you watch the video and you see that guy that guy happens to be north dakota governor doug burgum he launches 2024 gop campaign uh, on yesterday you know doing like stuff they all do he put out a video he talked to some folks he did whatever and he's going to put north dakota on the map and hopefully himself now Yesterday was also the day that Chris Christie put his uh, name in the ring, so it's he's out there officially fighting against Donald Trump. But he says he thinks he can win. Chris Sununu, who was the, uh, another mayor, another governor, should say, decided he didn't want to be a part of this stuff because he doesn't actually want to be president. He kind of wants to be like his dad, John, and just sort of be in the orbits, and that's what we think Doug Burgum wants to be. Doug Burgum may not be a household name and may govern a relatively small state with its population a lot of land there but Doug Burgum is a rising up and coming in person in the GOP and he might be trying to use this time to raise his profile because why not now why not me he had no chance of winning more or less for anybody other than Trump and DeSantis and maybe not even them depending on what happens but we will see how Doug Burgum B-U-R-G-U-M, get his name right, put some respect on his name, is going to do in the primaries and going forward. The biggest question about these things are, there's a lot of folks running because, you know, a lot of people want to get that name recognition. But it costs a lot of money to be in the race, even though you basically just say it and just sort of, you know, do YouTube videos of what's going on. It costs a lot of money. The biggest thing is, who runs out of money by the end of this year? And who makes it to middle of next year when we're actually preparing to run for the actual elections? Coca-Cola has released a limited edition League of Legends flavor, and that's with the O-U-R because we pulled it from a British uh, blog, that tastes like XP. What does XP taste like? Well, you get a chance to taste it if you're in uh, U.S., Canada, China, South Korea, Latin America, or Africa, pretty much almost everywhere the limited edition cans of this coca-cola uh, has a new flavor um coca-cola ultimate for gamers it gives players xp and enhances their gameplay experiences essentially it's a one-up in your actual drink it's supposed to give you you know life if you will it's probably just an extra jolt of caffeine probably just jolt cola rebranded but get to, if you get some take a sip tell us how it is and see how it goes not a fan of league of legends just just not but um, I like the marketing I like to give it like the thought process of it so doesn't taste like loser tears it tastes like pure experience points get some while you can so if you're going to watch a basketball game or a baseball game in the New York area yesterday you can blame Canada for the cancellation literally MLB WNBA postponed games due to smoke from Canadian wildfires now Smoke from the wildfires canceled the game on the inside of a building and on the outside uh, because it was just way too bad with the g- gaseous smokes out there. Now, what they're dealing with in New York is very serious. No joke. Uh, no, no no joking uh, about this. The smoke coming from Canada, from the Canadian wildfires, where much, much of fire is going on very early in the fire season. It's causing issues for people just in general breathing. You saw the pictures of the skyline people basically saying it looked like dune in uh, new york city there's issues with the breathing where people are wearing back to wearing their medical masks or wearing the the kn-95s which are actually more effective because they actually stop particles Uh, uh breathing the the smoke is actually extremely dangerous the smoke particles the particles of smoke inside of the smoke particles inside of that fire smoke uh can actually get into your lungs because it's in the air and get into your bloodstream. You can breathe in actual pieces of soot, if you will, into your blood and that's a bad thing. So people are told to stay indoors. There have been schools canceled. There have been plenty of other performances canceled. And like we said, they're canceling actual sporting events that cost lots of money because of the wildfires. The biggest question is, when will there be relief? The answer to that question is, probably not soon enough. So, last year, Pete Davidson and Colin Jost of Saturday Life bought a ferry um, off Staten Island. Headline for this story is, Pete Davidson regrets buying $280,000 Staten Island ferry was stoned. And that's the story. They bought a boat. They bought a ferry. They are pretty high at the time. They have no idea what's going on with the boat because it's just basically money spent on something that they don't deal with. That's the story. That's pretty much it. Moving on. Just when the Bills are starting to become a premier team in NFL, now they're dealing with something that may cause all that to go awry. Bills quarterback Josh Allen on Madden NFL 24 video game cover. So the curse is now on Josh Allen, or may be on Josh Allen. Didn't do so so badly for that Mr. Mahomes guy. He did you know, sprain his ankle, but he seems to be playing fairly well for the most part. But Josh Allen, the QB for the Buffalo Bills, Bad Mama Jamma is doing his best to uh, be the best, and he, now he's going to be the cover a man for the Madden game coming for 2024. So past editions uh, include, um, in the recent years, Brady and Mahomes actually were on the 22 edition. There was a double edition. Uh, Lamar Jackson was on 21. Mahomes was on 20 by himself, and Brady by himself on 18. So pretty good quarterbacks, doing pretty good stuff, winning some stuff. Lamar Jackson, the only one of that batch who has not won anything, but basically it's all... Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, the same guy. Allen started last season as the as a 92 overall and got to as high as 96 in his rate, Madden rating. There you go. Before finishing at 93 after all the updates going back and forth. So there you go. Had, that score got him to tops of Madden and he's on the cover. We'll see if the Bills can actually pull this thing off this year. They're doing very well. Uh, but we know what happened. The last couple of times they made it that far. What happened? Over and over again. Let's wrap it up with a little bit more gaming for the nerds out there for you. Pokemon tournament canceled after all four finalists stage a protest using a single zero damage move. What happened in this massive Pokemon tournament happening in uh, South Korea? Well... The organizers had to basically call it off when all four players essentially played cards that moved on or or, or used what's known as the metronome move, which is illegal in this tournament. It's basically a powerful move that basically caused no damage uh, and nothing happens. Literally nothing happens and it slows things down to a fault. And all four players start to play in that very, very uh, interesting way of play so why did this happen essentially the players were protesting the poor conditions of the tournament the tournament just just it was just crap the whole thing was bad and so they protested by getting to the finals and deciding they're going to play a game that was going to cause no damage and essentially sit there for hours just sulking over it despite the fact that it of course killed the tournament Many people online said they did the right things by doing their protest. And we'll say is yes, a peaceful protest. So that's how that happened. Not exactly the biggest story in the world. Not exactly the most interesting story in the world. But if your kid still loves some Pokemon or if you're like my kid who's 30 and still loves Pokemon, this is a thing that you know, will get their attention and be interesting to them. This is a bigger topic because sometimes it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about them. This is a story for the them. And this next story, if I did it right, is a headline we can talk about. This one is for me. I will tell you, this is for me. So if you are a fan of us, you can be a part of the show by following us on our feeds and telling us what to talk about. Literally picking the stories that we do. We pull from Tuesday through Friday the top 15 stories from the past 30 hours. And we'll pull eight of those to give to you, which we just did right now. On Monday, we give you Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday, and we pick 30 stories and take 10 from those and give you the the top headlines. We call them the most information, conversational, yada, yada, yada. You do that by going to Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and Twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. And you just engage in the stories. Simply click the little smiley faces or the hearts. And the more engagement a story gets, the better chance we get a chance to talk about it on the next day this one for Thursday to talk about for Friday morning Tucker Carlson's Twitter launch clocks tens of millions of views but far far fewer actual engagement Twitter launched the Tucker Carlson show or Tucker Carlson launched his Twitter show either way you want to say that they're both more or less grammatically correct essentially yesterday I missed it cuz I guess I was watching Mike Pence because he's such a glamorous guy or actually watching the game and ignoring Mike Pence, something like that. But what happened was, Twitter gives you a lot of views. I can attest to this. We post this on Twitter. We usually don't promote that it's posted on Twitter, but it's there for the engagement purposes. It gets lots of people popping into it for views, but the engagement there is a bit lacking. People wonder about Tucker Carlson saying, I'm moving to Twitter. People wonder about um, Ron DeSantis doing his announcement on Twitter. People wonder about Twitter all the time. Uh, when people used to say it was such an important thing and now they say you know it's not that important. It's sort of a toss up on which is which. We'll go deeper into the story if you choose to. Way deep so far, but Twitter opening for Tucker Carlson, lots of people who apparently viewed it per se, per the internet, but not a lot of engagement of people being attached to it. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation if you want to chat it up for tomorrow. Let me know you want to chat it up for tomorrow. Let's hit the right button and go over there. And now we're going to talk about Zenni Optical. Zenni Optical is a glasses store that's online. Period. It's a glasses store that's online that offers great glasses. Add to that. Plus great glasses at a great price. And great glasses, great price, great service. What else do you need to know? Not very much. Check them out. I am wearing my Zenni Optical frames that I've been buying the same frame over and over for a decade. Uh, different lenses as my eyes have progressively gotten worse. And yes, I've talked my optometrist, and we will have the bifocals discussion. And when I go there, I will get them from Zenni Optical because they cost less. These frames, when I originally bought them, were $695. They're not all that fancy. They're extremely basic, but they work. They sit on my face and they do what they do. Hold the lenses in front of my eyes so I can see. If all you're looking for is great glasses, they have them. By the way, they have more than just great glasses. They have great looking glasses and great functioning glasses that will have blue blocker technology for people who look at screens all day. Have uh, the transitions-like technology for people who need things turned into sunglasses. Super strong frames and lenses for people who need them for sports goggles. And cool ones for the kids as well. Check them out at this is com slash zenny Z-E-N-N-I. This is theconversationproject.com slash zenny for Zenni Optical and see if they can take good care of you. This is an affiliate link, so if they take care of you, we get taken care of just slightly. We get a slight little cut from your buy, but it costs you nothing extra, and it's going to save you money in the long run. Check them out at Zenny Optical. Moving on to more chatter about me or us or this, this conversation project at this is the conversation project com the website home online for the conversation project where you can find out more about the things we produce now we have this five day a week things you might not have heard which is the news updates for the morning we have the weekend where we'll tell you kind of you know how things actually worked out we give you the top ten stories plus a few extra to see for some context of what actually played out over the week with the top stories in, in in general how things actually played out for your week and then we give you one commentary well I give you commentary on one of those top stories on the story of the week we also have little things here there to going on, so it's a lot going on as a part of a lot of things I produce for More Bitter Media. If you think this part of More Bitter Media, the Conversation Project, is worthy of stuff, we ask for your help. Stop by our sponsors page or stop by our partnerships page at our website and buy something from our sponsors. That takes care of you and us and see if you want to directly partner up with us, keep things going here. We can use a little help, a little work, somebody who can do the graphics and and so I don't find out, you know, five minutes before we're going to air that they don't fit, things like that. It's a lot of work to do this newscast. I love it and I will do, do it from I'm basically doing it because I want to get better news than what I'm seeing out there on the mainstream. The mix of news is terrible. So we try to get a better mix of news and we try to involve you in that mix. So if you think that's a good thing, if you think that's a good thing, if you think that's a good thing, consider partnering up to help us do more of it. And now I promise fun stuff. Let's do fun stuff and as i said if you're watching the video don't get too used to these graphics they're a little weird um we're going to work on that because they didn't quite fit so we had to rush to get them into the thing so today things you might have heard starting off with the birthdays for today and happy birthdays wishes going out to bonnie tyler who tells you to turn around turn around turn around 72 years old on the day bright eyes go ahead and turn around Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy, is 66 years old today. He's still doing the Dilbert thing, I guess. He's also still doing the mad Republican thing. That's definitely happening. And he's still pissing off a lot of people on both sides of the aisle in politics by saying what he means and what he feels and what he thinks is the truth, which is fine, but he's also being a complete jerk about it, which is, I guess, fine if you want to get canceled, which he essentially has has happened. But we're going to celebrate his birthday at 66 years old today somebody doing essentially the same thing, once a genius, now an outcast, Kanye West, ye, Yeezy, ye, is 46 years old on the day. Uh, remember back in the days when he was just a tortured genius essentially of music and no one understood him and then people started listening to the words coming out of his mouth and then we kind of understood him and realized either he is crazy or he's insane or he's really, really, really stupid or he's insane or there's something wrong with him Or he's insane. Either way, Kanye has has issues. And we love him, but we can love him from afar while he's hopefully getting some help. 46 years old on the day today. Happy birthday to Ye. And hopefully things are getting better in Ye's world. Now, going back in history on this day, the 8th of June, back in 1953, the Supreme Court ruled that restaurants in the District of Columbia could not refuse to serve blacks. You may remember a time, or you may not because you're not quite old enough, that there was a time when separate but equal was kind of a thing, where people who of a color, like mine, could not go to regular places because they were a color like mine. The Supreme Court said that that was illegal for restaurants in the District of Columbia, and it turned into a big old thing across the South as sit-ins happened all over the place. Uh, Now we're doing much better. Now people like me, of a color like me, can go essentially anywhere they, they want to, Except where they can't. 1968, James O'Reay was arrested for the murder of Martin Luther King Jr. Now, if you are a person who tends to believe in conspiracies, you may believe that James O'Reay wasn't actually the guy who did it, or that he may have done it, but he may have been assisted. And we're going to toss it out there right there. Now, we, we, we celebrate the day, if you will, um, as a day of memorial. We, we go back and we look at the, the loss of Dr. King just in general, based on the day. And a lot of times, and you see this a lot, oddly enough, in kind of the alternative fictions of things, we sort of romanticize who he was and what he was and think about what things could be like today if he were still here. Obviously, we don't really know how it could be because you can't go back in time and see that. But we do think of time, what happened. So 1968 was when we lost Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a very great man On from all sides, will we'll attest to that. But some people from some sides sort of cherry picked the words he says. And with that, in 2008, U.S. average price per gallon of regular gas topped four dollars for the first time in um, 2008. I still remember gas under two dollars, and I'm only 50 years old, so uh, it wasn't that long ago when it was you know cheaper. It, it was it was probably much much cheaper than that that I can't remember as a kid because. You know, I was a kid, but I remember two dollar gas and freaking out when it got to like two twenty. Uh, it, it being being something, four dollar gas was an issue. Now, now it's back in the I'd say I remember two dollars. two dollar gas now. I remember gas under two dollars. Should say like like dollar fifty a gallon gas. I should say it that way, not two dollar gas, because it does get close to two fifty or so nowadays with regular uh, regulation. That was um, I'm I'm not sure what it was like in the seventies because I wasn't there in the gas prices. I'm sure it was probably three bucks. When it should have been there, I'm gonna stop talking about things I don't know and talk about something I actually do know. On June 8th, today, celebrate with jelly-filled donuts on Jelly-filled Donut Days. Now, I am kind of starting a new diet, so I'm not sure I can actually um, celebrate with you. I may not be able to to see this mountaintop with you, but you can go to the mountaintop of jelly-filled donuts and enjoy it for yourself. Um, I will be there in spirit. I may, you know, get some dust off the box of donuts. But I, you know, I've got to, I've got to work on my new diet. I've got to get stay in the healthy stuff. So I may not be able to fill this one out with you. But have fun eating jelly donuts today. Just don't eat them in front of me, please. Thank you. And one more thing you might not have heard: psychologists say we're afraid of Sundays. Sunday scares is an anxious feeling of dread many of us experience the night before work week starts or following a long holiday weekend. Psychologist Dr. Matthew Lorber said that, quote transition from weekend to work week tends to be too abrupt for people who don't give themselves enough time off some people will report headaches or nausea there are legitimate physical reactions to the stress and anxiety unquote a global poll conducted a few years ago by career website monster.com found that 76 percent of adults in the u.s report having really bad sunday night blues compared to only 47 percent of people in other parts of the world so the sunday scaries is a us thing because we work too much i guess but it really is a thing for people you know dreading going to work on mondays that can turn into physical emotional mental stress because we can stress ourselves out for these things don't stress yourself out for the rest of the day we still have one more great day or two great days of this work week today is thursday june the 8th 2023 and we think we're going to have a great day I didn't get my coffee made today, so we're short on that, but we're going to ask you to still stay hydrated with the water bottle that's next to me and stay focused and stay on task for all the grand things we need you here for tomorrow and next week and all those things going forward. Thank you for joining us for this broadcast. Whether you're watching it live in the video feed or listening to the audio uh, replay in the podcast later, we are glad to provide you a good start for news for the morning. If you need more of it, you should probably just stop by our feeds and see the stories that you kind of missed and see if you can get them into the headlines for the next day. Go to Facebook and Twitter and find our feeds. So go to our website, conversationproject.com for more information about those things and more information about what we do You know, six days a week in the publishing. Actually, seven days. So we publish some TikToks and things on Sunday as well. So we do publish something seven days a week. In the meantime, thank you so much for being with us in this intercation. Uh, f- follow me on the internets. Email me at jclevenpain at gmail.com or the conversation inbox at gmail.com for directly conversation project stuff. Jay signing out for the day. Let's do this one more time with van glorious effort on tomorrow.